them come. This is their fate. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay. Here are my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Got a lot of topics to talk about today, so I want to get straight into it. But um, I want to emphasize that this is our second time in a row of dropping in on time. So be proud of us for that. And yeah. We're going to get right into it because we really don't have time to waste and I want to get to a lot of stuff. So, without further ado, Jalen, Josh, tell the people how your day been, what you've been up to, what you've been doing, how's life, what games you've been playing, all that good jazz. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's up, folks? I've been doing well, uh, trying to get over a little bit of a cold, um, just, you know, playing, playing uh, dad and uncle uh, playing around with kids came down with a little little, little cough and uh you know <laughs> but it ain't covid and so otherwise i'm in good health family in good health uh, i've been pretty busy uh just with work and family stuff um taking uh the little one out more because she's getting older and wanted to like play so we been get into some stuff for sure yeah that's what they all do area let her let her crawl around Actually, that might have been it because she jumped in one of those um, ball pits. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't clean them. <laughs> they don't clean them like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, uh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, fun though. But yeah, we. we uh, I'm gonna have to start carrying some uh, hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as games, just been playing a lot of Divinity: Original Sin. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the game. Um, that came before Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is, you know, blowing up the internet, and it seems really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want to take my time with the older games to, like, learn how they build worlds and stuff, because I feel like if I, you know, drop a lot of money on Baldur's Gate 3 and it's too hard, then I'm going to fall off it, in which it seems fun, uh, and I want to, you know, put some time into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah other than that, just going to go through my backlog, finish off some old, some games I have for a while, like, uh, I haven't finished Sonic Frontiers, so I'm trying to finish that, and Gotham Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we got a bunch of games on the horizon, and I actually want to try to play them when they come out, so. Nice. But, but that's, that's my week, pretty, pretty good. Dude, yeah. Um, it's a lot of games and stuff like that, like I said, we want to talk about, and Bar Gates is definitely on the list, people. So don't worry, we're gonna to get to that as well. But uh, Jalen, what's up with you? What you been up to? What you been playing? How's life? I ain't I'm trying to think. I'm smooth. Uh, ain't did too too much in the past week. Mm-hmm. I'm actually chilled out for the weekend. I didn't travel anywhere or anything like that. Like I'm gonna sit right here and not do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did. Not just that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as far as like games and stuff like that, not nothing uh, specific or whatever. I'm still playing Final Fantasy 16. I ain't played too too much of that. Uh, if I'm being completely honest with you, I was working on that Lego set for like most of last week. Um, yeah, Final how Fantasy is that Lego set first. coming along? Good. I, I'm I'm done with it. I have finished oh. it over. Uh, I said I was gonna finish over the weekend. So, gotcha, um, gotcha. I had did that. I was pretty much done with it before the end of the week. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
I had like one more bag of Legos to get through because they got them all in a different uh, bags and stuff like yeah section off basically whatever mm-hmm. to kind of keep it a little bit more more streamlined instead of you having a scavenger hunt to find certain pieces and stuff like that which is pretty convenient i think i finished it faster than what i thought i would i thought i'd be working on it for months because of so many pieces and things like that but i was literally binging dr stone and working legos simultaneously so um mm-hmm. but i think that's really about it as far as like you know updates things that i've been up to or whatever um, like i said i'm like uh, keep playing this final fantasy 16 and uh, hey, have you changed your mind about exo primal <laughs> Exo <laughs> who? Dino frame. <laughs> Dino frame. Did you change your mind about Dino frame? I, th- I heard. I heard it was your game of the year. Now, that's what at least that's what I heard. No, that's they, not true. They, they got. Mm. They take. They have a little bit less raptors in there. <laughs> I, I thought you said you wanted more raptors. I thought you wanted to summon more raptors. I thought nah, it was... it's not like they they need more raptors or something. <laughs> That's why they uh, summoned you last time, last week when we were doing the podcast. Yeah, I thought you said you love to you know shake them JPEGs and you love the raptors. So everything, everything Summon you love about it, you say you love Roar Frame, you love the JPEGs, you love the raptors, everything. But nah, yeah, they, only thing they missing is uh forget Captain Ford. They need Captain uh, Raptor in there. <laughs> you ain't two the raptors. <laughs> 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 yeah that game is uh a solid seven i don't know what you talk about g that's a good it's a good goddamn game but all right well i ain't really been up to much i mean i've been trying to beat some games no i have not beat dead space don't ask me um and i mean i've just been trying to beat some games so i could play some more games really i really wanted to buy Baldur's gate because i wanted to try it but i was like i literally have midnight suns i have um, Disco Elysium that I haven't even beat and those are kind of like in the same ballpark of those types of games and I was like I shouldn't be around by that so if I got Diablo and things like that too so I left it be um I, 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 yeah 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 I, I um I fought off some FOMO because I was like I just got too much to play anyways but um that does look like an exciting game growth <laughs> Yeah, yeah 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 it is growth um but yeah i got plenty to beat plenty to play i don't really have that time to play that right now um but i definitely probably going to give starfield my time once it comes and i just i gotta get through some stuff so uh yeah that was um we're gonna, we're gonna still talk about Baldur's gate and all of the stuff around it and like their scores and stuff but i just wanted to kind of give you guys an update on what i've been up to what I've been trying not to buy, and um, yeah, how it's been. Kids good, family's good, life's good. Can't complain. I still gotta go out there and finish out my deck, and or at least get somebody to f- help finish the deck and get that all taken care of because it is um, it is decaying, and I, I need to I need to I need to save it before it gets too bad. Um, so yeah, you know, dad stuff, normal stuff life goes on it's a beautiful thing um but let's get right into it because we don't really have time to lollygag we got plenty to talk about here as i stated first things first let's let's start with the biggest l this week i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna have to get at to, to take two ceo for because <laughs> he said this pricing is commercially accurate 
for $50 for Red Dead Redemption 1. Not a remake, but a port. And it's coming to PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. And they want $50. And it has less features than the ones that you can buy for $20 right now. Make that make sense. So I really don't get it. You probably need it cheaper, or if you forgot the disc, you just put in your Xbox and it loads it up. No, I'm saying the PS3 version, the the, oh, the, the greatest version, hit. Yeah. yeah, it's twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, and you can literally play that. I mean, you gotta have a PS3, but that one will at least have the multiplayer attached. The Xbox mm-hmm. Series X version that you can play because you can play the old 360 games still has the multiplayer and if you have that old disc you can still play it with the upgrades that they have provided for no money because you just have the disc so it just makes this whole the ceo just seem like a straight trash person like and the justify the justification really isn't a justification how is that commercially accurate it doesn't make sense i understand that everybody doesn't have backwards compatibility but at the same time because someone does and the game still ain't get a pc port because one of the three does that really hurts your ability to kind of sell this if not make a remake you know they could have easily had a lot of people love this if it was a remake and people were you know had updated graphics and all that good jazz i'm pretty sure anybody would have paid 50 dollars or 60 dollars probably even full price for a good remake of red dead redemption because people actually enjoyed the game but to say that the you know that nintendo switch playstation you know consumers all deserve to pay 50 dollars from a generational jump of you know going from like what 900 1080p to 4k with no different settings is worth it plus you lose functions it just makes zero sense so yeah bad on this guy uh, i don't even know his name but what is the red what is, what is the take two's guy name uh strauss zelnick mm. strauss zelnick unfortunate but yeah what does that I mean, obviously, it's the C. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't think you know Rockstar are making these types of calls anyway. I think is this is const- this is obviously their money grab situation here. But I guess let's talk about the hypotheticals of how we would want to see this, and I think kind of covered it. But how we want to see this? How how what would make this even if it was in this same state, Josh? What would this? How would this? How would you make this better? If you were CEO of Take Two. Um, I mean, it. I guess you just have to read the market. People are not happy with the last GTA remakes, and they they messed them up. I mean, they did change a lot of assets, but end up being worse than the original for a lot of people. So for this, they just did the bare minimum. Which I think that if you know you have these big franchises that are some of the best selling games ever, uh, you just have to cater to what the fan base wants like you said i i mean i personally i've replayed red dead uh on the series x uh, last year probably and if they 
put in a lot of effort for the remake and made it improved in some ways, I would have probably bought it again. But like this here is is worthless. It's worth less than what the discs already have. So I don't know. Uh, for them, it's just make quick money off of the name and then forget about it. But I think they need to be thinking long term. You know, I mean, even like Sony, even though they keep re-releasing The Last of Us, they're at least claiming, oh, we put in all these accessibility features. We put in all this other stuff that was not available in the original game. And so this is the quote unquote definitive version. So mm-hmm. you need to at least be thinking thinking that way. We're going to make the definitive version of this game. And that value on its own is going to bring people, uh, bring customers. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we, we, we all know how you feel about remakes. I know you, you know, we know you love your uh, Last of Us, Jalen. But um, how would you, <laughs> how would you try to even spend this? Like at this moment, $50 report. How can, how, how, do, how would anyone with common sense try to price, to, to try to sell this to the consumer? Because right now it just doesn't make any. It's the Switch and PS4 port only. Uh, I mean, from the way I understand it, it just kind of seemed like, look, if you want to play Red Dead on your Switch or your PlayStation, that's what you need to do. Uh, y'all don't got the KV and it's like Xbox to go play the actual game, you know what I mean, with the backwards compatibility. So, yeah, this, this is really your only choice. Like, if you want to play Red Dead that bad, on like a new console or something like that and not go out your way to get a PS3 or something. Um, or, I guess, play it on the go, like on a Switch. I mean, it's your only option right here, so come see what we're talking about. Come shop with us. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not That's really providing a better solution. You're more so justification on why it exists. Now, now I agree that the, 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 the idea of being portable with Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption is cool. Uh, but there are options out there that will allow you to play Red Dead Redemption on the go. Um, it may not be, uh, and, and it's, it's a hundred percent legal too. So it's not like it's a problem. It's just more so, you know, I mean, you might have to have different devices and things like that, but outside of that, I guess a commercially known device and how to license that said item or game on take it on the go i guess this is the most uh this is the easiest path to that but it's definitely not the cheapest nor is it does it feel right when you actually get to get get it in your hands and actually start to play it i mean it's it's just a two it's unfortunately just too high um i don't know how do we feel about it if it was at 20 30 dollars like I would still think it would be too high. I mean, that would be more justified for me. Like $30, okay, I understand. You're not giving us the full game. People get to play it on the go. It is a re- It is just a port. You're going to give us a better up uh, enhancement on the graphics or at least like clarity, resolution. Um, I, I think we can, if I, if I had to spend this, I would probably just change the price to $30. And I think that'll yeah, probably I mean, go over yeah. better. That's, yeah, like twenty thirty dollars, um, because the the Xbox version is free. It'll yeah. like the upgrade improvements, but 
for PlayStation, they don't have the equivalent of that that system Xbox has, so they can try to justify it that yeah, just twenty dollars. This is just for the port itself, nothing new. It it might be all right, but um, it still feels nasty. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, could, and they, it's, it's also they, why they didn't put it on PC because like they didn't put any work into it, so. <laughs> I just feel like they have something. They obviously going to have a remake coming, but this is like something that they just was like, yeah, let's get it out there. Let's get the other ones out there so that we don't have to. I don't even know. Like, I don't know why this exists, but uh, it's $50 if you guys want to check it out. Comes out August 17th. It's on a PlayStation 4 Nintendo Switch. Do with that information as you will. But honestly, this is a hard pass for anybody with a brain. Um, let's move on though. Let's, um, let's get to, let's get to a PlayStation, um, trying to ruin young, young, uh, men and women's careers before they get off the ground. PlayStation just dropped their price $50, um, through Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, GameStop, wherever you can buy, uh, PS5, they have lowered the price of the digital, of the disc version to $450. The disc version is still the same $400. Um, I mean, do y'all think this is necessary? Obviously, it's not even for that long of a period. They actually only did it from, I think it's like, I think it ends on the 17th of this month or something like that. It's not very long. Um mm-hmm for the discount to actually have occurred. Wouldn't this be more, wouldn't this be better served during the holiday season or would it, what do you think that people are really going to back to school shopping and buying PS fives? Like what's the marketing behind this? What do you, what do you think about that? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's, um, it could be like people making bad decisions and buying PS fives. But I think people that, can afford to buy a PS5 and take it to college, probably already have a PS5. So I don't know what this is for. I don't know. I mean... I don't think it's a a huge market for it, but the PlayStation 5 has been so popular that I think they will still see a boost in in sales. Because, like, anybody who's Mm -hmm. wanted one, they're available now, but if they were just waiting a little bit longer, this is is a pretty good deal, and what, Spider-Man coming out soon, so... October. Yeah. Um I mean I don't I don't think it will be huge like the holidays, but like yeah, if I was considering buying one, uh this would be a good time. Yeah. Um I'm just I guess I'm just surprised on the timing. I mean it's August something. I guess they're trying to beat the holiday rush and but at the same time I think that's when people are more so going to be buying these versus just buying them in the middle of the summer or the end of the summer before people go back to school and kids go back. They're not even going to be able to play it. So they normally don't do a lot of purchasing around this time um, because they just got back from holidays. I mean, I'm just thinking of it from an aspect of that. It's not like people are just doing that, but I, I understand the the importance of just dropping your price anyway um, and trying to get make sure you keep the momentum up. Um, but I think this would be better suited with a actual game coming out. So maybe three weeks before Spider-Man, I would have thought this would be a good idea. And then people have that, they buy a PS5, get the pre-orders, whatever. But 
don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it is what it is, but did this entice you? Did this, did this think, hmm, or did you not even notice that this was dropped? I know you, because you're the only one that doesn't I, have one at this point, right? Yeah. No, it, it definitely um, got me interested. Because, I, I mean, honestly, there's only like one or two games in play, but I'm thinking of just getting it, getting it out of the way. But with the price drop, it's not necessarily meaning that they're going to come out with a slim or revised model or anything like that. But mm -hmm. these next couple months is usually time to pay attention to because they do, you know, sometimes drop the price and they, okay, here's the the other version, the the super slim distance yeah. version. Or something. So I, I'm going to be looking around at the news, see if there's any rumors of something coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. If so, I might wait, but yeah. If anything, this made the flippers um, pretty upset. Oh, the, the council flippers still out there. I don't know who. I don't know how many of them are because it's, it's been way too many. Just abundance of uh, of, <laughs> of PS fives, but the council flippers might still be out there getting upset. Uh, yeah, man, they're still out there. Jay. They're still out there. Didn't even know that. They trying it. They tried. You tried it. They still trying to make they ten dollars, twenty dollars per per council. They tried it. I mean, you do it. You do it in bulk. Maybe, maybe you got a profit there. No. Uh, but yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's move on. I mean, we can just start talking about um. Let's 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 kind of get the Baldur's Gate out the way. Cause I know that's just a. It's just like huge at this point. It is. Did you think that this uh, game was gonna sell as well, especially a PC only game right now? Like the amount of people. Oh no, definitely not. Because Baldur's Gate, I guess, is an IP that's been around, like Elder Scrolls and stuff like that. But it, these are like single player. Well, it has co-op, like uh, multiplayer, but it's a single player focused RPG, and those games don't usually sell this well. But mm -mm. it just blew up. I think that's a combination of. You know, obviously word of mouth, but this developer has developed like a, a strong community over their last few games, and mm -hmm. then it's coming back with a, a known IP, and then just showing the game off. It, it seems like a really, really in-depth like RPG. Like, uh, I know people had issues with Cyberpunk, but it had a lot of like ideas and systems. Like, this is it. I think got people really interested again into RPGs that have a lot uh going on uh, yeah for example when you, you go back to like dragon age or mass effect they're pretty pretty basic like you you either you do the good thing or you do the bad thing and then the story moves on but like actually being able to like oh because you went to this town first and you then came to this town we're not going to talk to you or you've been nice nice to this old lady and that comes back later in the story or something like that and i think that on its own makes rpgs interested that they're not just like a cookie cutter experience it's going to give you like dynamic stories and and combat and scenarios to pop up yeah it makes this very interesting but i yeah. would say its success is mostly yeah it's it's word of mouth because it, it's been in early access for like a year or two mm -hmm. and now it is like coming out and people really getting to see all the stuff that they put into it uh now it's blowing up <laughs> Yeah, cause I, I, cause I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, weren't people able to play this game already, or am I tripping? 
but yeah, it just, it just, I guess when, when they finally dropped its official update and provided, I, I'm not sure if early access only provides you a certain area. So I think maybe that's well, what it was. Yeah. And, it was uh, only chapter one. Mm-hmm. And I think they also limited, like you can only go up to like level five or something like that. But now gotcha, gotcha. it's fully open. Yeah. You can, you can see everything. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I guess in combination that early access, it truly was just like a small slice demo, and then this is what the full game is. But um, yeah, it, it's very um, tough not to to, to ignore. Um, like I said, this is something that I was definitely looking like, okay, maybe I should give it a shot. But you know, there's plenty of things to play, and I think Baldur's Gate is showing people that hey. There's an appetite for these types of games elsewhere because I think it's going to sell well on the PS5, and I think it's going to sell well on the Xbox once they actually release. Um, mm-hmm. And that and that's my expectation. That's my hope is that it does not just translate to PC only and it goes into people that actually want to um, play it on the PlayStation and play it on the on the PC, um, and it gets mm-hmm. that even bigger bigger momentum during that time. Um, what I can see right now is that people that probably own an Xbox probably have been transferring to PC, and this is like a combination of of the the the, the, the gradual shift that most Xbox players are probably picking up PCs, and they're like, "Well, I can just play it on my PC and not play it on the Xbox," and kind of like those types of things where um, it's starting to come interchangeable with the Xbox. Uh, so maybe that's a a little bit to bolster the sales because people that aren't usually into these are enticed by them have pcs that they built recently and over time they just probably just now have cultivated a a group of people that now won't truly like these types of games and are seeking them Uh, and because because i think they were like well above the concur almost like number two in concurrent players of all time so it just tells me that 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 it's that don't that doesn't happen, especially not for a single player game, you know. So um, it just tells me that they're really doing well, and I'm I'm happy for their success, and uh, I hope that in the future these types of games get the the recognition and the praise that they truly deserve because I think they are very in, intricate and detailed, and a lot of games never get to that level. Um, and the stuff that we praise so highly just pulls from these types of games anyway so the mechanics that you get the small things that you get from god of war the small things that you get from um you know horizon forbidden but it's like those types of games and you're like oh these mechanics are so cool they like they derive from these types of large expansive games so it's cool Mm -hmm. i like it i like it i enjoy it and i'm glad for them at some point i'm gonna i'm gonna get this game it's probably gonna be at a later time probably when it actually hits consoles versus now so um yeah but i'm glad and i'm I'm, I'm very happy that they are finding true success in this type of market um some weird stuff too though like you know (laughs) there's some weird articles out there and i I did see some correlation between the two and i don't want to get all i don't know but it seems as if this game with all the abundance of the sexuality having being able to romance a bear all these things are getting a better coverage than most games that might steer that way if it wasn't 
I guess so fantastical. I don't know. I just feel like this game is getting a lot better and more friendly coverage than most. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that it's not it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that um I don't like when people pick and choose when certain things is an outrage and certain things are not or even if there is like a female protagonist and and that and people take that to the extreme and they kind of use that as either to boast or to to downgrade the game. I just don't like when when I guess uh, the abundance of sexuality and things like that are presented in a game that it is criticized here elsewhere, but not criticized here. That tells me that you are picking and choosing versus actually caring about what's in the game. Because those same things apply. It's just that this game is in a different light. So that's what I don't like, you know, and, and it's and it's it's um. I don't want to brain on their parade or whatever. I just I want to bring that up to people that you when you when you're looking at the media and you talk and you're thinking about the media, trust and believe that they spin it to how they want you to see. <laughs> and, it, and it's going to happen constantly. You don't have any control over it, but you have to understand and call out those types of things in your mind. You don't have to get on social media and try to blast anyone, especially not putting down any creators or anything like that. But you just want to keep that in the, in your back of your head that hey, these could be these could be um, correlated, but they will be treated differently. I mean that's just life, but you know, I I just wanted to point that out that I do see that this one. I think everybody's making an article about how to sex the bear, and like it's just like what? Why are y'all talking about? Why is this a thing? And then well, why are y'all kind of? emphasizing it and i know other types of situations where maybe if it was just a um it, i don't want to get into it but what i want to say is that those types of differences kind of it, it, it kind of makes alarms me like okay maybe they're on this one side and maybe they're not on this one side but they're doing the same thing so keep that in mind people keep it in mind any other thoughts about uh baldur's gate Jalen or Josh? I don't know, Jalen. Did you did you see any coverage on this game at all? No, not really. No. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's like I said, it's pretty big. So um, maybe check it out. Maybe look around and see what you, what you think about it. Um, I know it's it's from Lorraine Studios. I don't think you probably ever played any of their games, but I mean, it's fantastical Dungeons and Dragons type situation stuff. So. And it's it's not an action RPG or anything like Dragon. Well, I guess Dragon Age is not fully an action RPG, but it's more RPG where you know you click on your character, move on here, and do an attack. It's turn based, mm-hmm. but uh, they spent a lot of money on the like characters and cutscenes and faces. So it doesn't, even though you're doing turn based combat, it still feels like a very like high quality AAA conversations and stories. So it can really get you immersed like and that uh, for me that's what pushes it over the edge because i already like you mm-hmm. know fantasy RPGs, but like we have a random conversation with like the npc or i saw one where you have like a random conversation with the squirrel and it's like camera <laughs> angle production and you know the backgrounds and the grass and the characters all look like this is a a main character that you're talking to but you're just talking to a little squirrel on the road um that that quality you don't usually see in these type of games and i think that's 
you know, probably for the benefit of early access or just, you know, securing funding early so they can just keep pushing it. Um, but yeah, the game looks really good. I, and I definitely want to get into it soon. Yeah. So, okay. Um, well, let's move on. Um, still got some other stuff to talk about. I mean, I don't know who can take the helm on this because I didn't watch it and um, I'm straight on it. But Pokemon had an event what, today. Yeah, they had an event today. And um, I mean, I wasn't super jazzed about it. I didn't care for it. Um, and uh, I looks from the from the sentiment online is that it, it didn't really do a good splash. But um, I have a little thing up. Uh, maybe y'all can fill in some blanks, but. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, the biggest thing I think that came out, if, if I'm not mistaken, is that Mew and Mewtwo are going to be in Scar Scarlet and Violet. Um, I think Mew is in there now. Um, that's, that's pretty much what happened with, you know, oh, no, 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 no. They, no, never mind. It was really just Mewtwo. And then they had like a Pal Paladin wins is the new anime uh or the animated web series that's going to be coming out for uh this game but oh, outside of that i mean they, they talked about the, the detective pikachu returning um it's now available to pre-order it asks comes out october 6 2023 have you guys ever played a, a detective pikachu game i didn't know it had a game I before um no, I think it started as a game, kind of like a Phoenix Wright type thing, and then it was a movie. But I never got into Detective uh, Pikachu. Okay, well, then they had Pokemon Path of the Peak, which was uh, basically the internet. Uh, it was like a short animated series for um, yeah for for Pokemon, and I think it comes out August eleven, and. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm really grasping at straws here. There was not much here. Um, they talked about Pokemon Go Fest. They talked about Pokemon Go. They talked about Pokemon Unite, uh, second anniversary event. And then they talked about like Pokemon Cafe, Pokemon Stadium 2 coming to the Nintendo 64 and Nintendo Switch Online, which is cool. I like Pokemon stadium too but i'm not paying for nintendo switch online for just that game anyway um so honestly this was a hit uh for i don't know who it was a hit for uh but i, I guess people um <laughs> people in the comment section i think i've outgrown pokemon <laughs> yeah if you're if you're still if you're still over the age not nah, no you know what Pokemon is timeless. Enjoy what you enjoy. But uh, Pokemon for me is... It really is uh, pushing for a more universal audience. But I think the game isn't universal enough for me. So I just don't want to play it. But um, anybody that, you know, found this enjoyment in, this, in these types of games, they did have a Pokemon Direct today. And they went over a lot of updates for their mobile game, the uh, Switch game, championships, events. Um, I don't even know what they got. They got they got something called Pokemon Sleep. Uh, I have no idea what that is. Um, but yeah, 
if you want more information on that, you can check it out on plenty of websites that want to talk about Pokemon. But Jalen, Josh, have you outgrown Pokemon? Yes or no? Yeah, I, I would say I outgrew Pokemon a long time ago because the last one I bought and actually played was X and Y. And those mm -hmm. games are okay. I didn't really like them that much. But the game that I wanted to play was the one that came after um, when they were in Hawaii or Aloha. I forget the name of it. Sun and Moon. I bought it, played it like an hour, and never touched it again. But that was one that people said was really good. So I, I'm over Pokemon in the sense where I don't think the continued like world and characters and Pokemon that they're adding does anything for me anymore. Like I don't care about new Pokemon. And, uh, you know, people might fall off for different reasons, but I feel like they're, it, for, it, well, it's an unpopular opinion for me, but like when they have small uh, regions that focus on like the old stuff, I'm interested in it. Like uh, Pikachu and Eevee, it was interesting because that's what I grew up with. Uh, all the new stuff I don't really care about. And they're adding DLC to the new games and... I could, I mean, even if I still play Pokemon, I, I don't see myself buying DLC to play more Pokemon. Because mm. each game is like DLC. Yeah, no, that's true. What about you, Jalen? Uh, yeah, I played Outgrew Pokemon a long time ago, probably about, I can't, I think it's pushing that boundary back when X and Y came out. I think that was me, 13. Um, it just, I guess it just wasn't the same. Um, it's getting a little bit complicated. Um, the design of the Pokemon um, a little different, but I think the overall tone of the game and stuff like that, I think it kind of became a little bit targeted towards a younger audience. And what was the other thing, man? The games got way too easy. I'm not saying like the older games was tougher. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they was tougher. The older games was tougher, but they wasn't like crazy crazy hard or something you know you can figure out like strats and stuff like that to easily take on some people or whatever but the newer games they just started you know giving everybody exp like game training is just like this tutorial like i remember a sun and moon literally i felt like it was a tutorial forever and they you couldn't get rid of this one dude and they tell you how to play the game and it just it wasn't it wasn't fun to play honestly so um that's why i kind of started Remember a while ago I was playing that one Emerald Kaizo because it was a challenge. Um, it was like Generation Three stuff. I think they might have had some Generation Four stuff in there, but as I said the game, um, they just too easy. And I think literally one of the devs of the game said they made Pokemon easier to compete with some of the mobile games or something like that. Don't know, know why they said that, but. Mm. <laughs> Don't know the correlation. I mean, you still got to pay for the game versus paying like playing the free mobile games and stuff like that. But I think they question. just fell short of bridging the gap between us and the younger crowd. They just fell short of that. Like they're either going to have to deal with us or they have to deal with the younger crowd. And I think we realize that they probably sway towards. They're not giving either side what they want, so the younger crowd might be more intrigued. So they might just swing the pendulum to like them. They might just go for it for them, which just seems like that's what's happening because it's not for me. Um, and I think a lot of you, I think once y'all kind of 
realized that around why I think it kind of continued in that down that path, son, and then it went to short and shield and every last one of them I was like nah this ain't for me I don't, I don't really care for this but um I think I stopped playing Pokemon after Emerald yeah that was the last time I played it um like like actually played them and not just bought something or picked it up and never touched it again after I got my first starter Pokemon so yeah it's been a rough road for me and Pokemon but I think, does, do, you, do you guys feel that way? Do y'all feel like they try to cater to a certain group or no? Do y'all think it's just like, it's just getting uh, up, it's an old formula? That the is it. For a long time, they didn't, well, they got a bunch of issues. I just think they're out of touch in general and they're trying to play play all their cards to, because oh. for a long time, Pokemon didn't change enough. And then when it did change, the changes were so like dumb or minor it didn't really feel like anything new like the what mega evolutions and stuff like that and then when mobile games start really popping off and kids had easy access to those games for free uh they start making mobile pokemon games like what is it pokemon masters and stuff like that so they're focusing on a lot of different ways to get people interested in it i just think they don't know what it is people want um and realistically, I think what people have just been saying for a long time is just make a big budget AAA Pokemon game and everybody will buy it. It'll be the best selling game every time you drop it. So, but that's something that they've, they refuse to do. <laughs> Say they want 50 different animes, five different mobile games and new Pokemon game every year. Yeah. Yeah. Echo and they definitely cater to the kids, man. I mean, yeah, um, it ain't they reuse the formula, the formula tired and stuff. They try to throw in little gimmicks and things like that at this point, but it's still a tired formula. And they is just showing that they can't adequately make a um, they can't adequately pivot on Pokemon <laughs> or yeah, pivot, they can't do without, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's being shown. I mean, we see Arceus, or Arceus, however you want to call it. You see, like, Sword and Shield. You see the graphics of the game. You see how... I mean, the game battle system and stuff is in-depth at this point because of the large array of moves and different things, like how they switch stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, So there's a lot of strats and different things with high-level Pokemon play. But you see a lot of the games that, it's, that get traction are the harder, like, the hardcore games and stuff like that, like... Um, like all the ROMs and stuff, people like doing that because they can manipulate the game, they can make it better. And then they gravitate towards the old formula of Pokemon, like with the overworld and, you know, the tiles and all those sorts of things because people mm-hmm. don't play Pokemon for the graphics and stuff like that. They play it for the challenge, the large amount of strategy and versatility that can come into play in the battles and stuff like that. And that's why sometimes I watch the friends, like, how can you get past this battle, this, that, and the third? Versus these newer games, it's like, all right, well, this person, this Pokemon, you fighting them, okay, they got a pseudo-legendary, but they pseudo-legendary literally has three moves. Like, why don't they have a fourth move? Like, it, 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 it's stuff like that. Like, it, the game is ridiculously easy, so. And like I was alluding earlier, the graphics of Ar- Arceus and Sword and Shield, 
the music, the non voice acting, like the games is they not they not Asian world, man. So scratchy, um, <laughs> scratchy yeah, game, they scratchy. I'm like these look like Pokemon Coliseum, bro. Like Pokemon Coliseum came about in 2004. What are y'all mm-hmm. doing? Y'all still ain't got voice acting in the game? Nope. Cutscenes like sh- bro, shadow on. Graphic, do the I'm minimum. Something. They do the minimum. They well, I'm not saying that Pokemon is the minimum. I'm saying that there is obviously a trend for Nintendo games of what to do and what not to do. Like their highest grossing game ever probably only has what 66 lines, 67 lines of dialogue, spoken dialogue. I'm talking Legend of the Zelda. Um in um in the game and and it and it truly is what they tr- what they're showing as their elevation so even if that game when i'm i know that game probably made well over any grand theft auto any any game out there outside of like a select few um probably not grand theft auto but it, it it, it's it's a high selling game and and that's what they got off and that's what they they was able to get off with and nobody cared so it's truly about the gameplay for them it's truly about the immersive action the 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 the, the every second combat versus like truly amping production on those ends where some people may value that more and some people may not so i can't knock nintendo for winning at their at their game so what i can say is that i don't find enjoyment in playing most of their games and we all know that we all kind of came to that conclusion a while back like it's only a select few of games that i can handle that do these type of techniques that i enjoy like i'm not going to go play kirby because i know kirby may have be fun gameplay but it's the same formula i've seen on on another mario game or in Super Mario World, or or Yoshi's World, or whatever the case may be, all these games got the same formula, and they all kind of have the same thing. It's just that they have uniqueness of the character, so to to trying to hold the glue together, and that's not enough for me. But it's enough for plenty, and that's fine. Just not enough for me, and I think that's what we have to come to terms with when it comes to these games as well. I just don't like when they, because as you stated, it still has the value of the combat and the competitiveness of that at points but most of the time when they try to try to branch out it causes the the thing that you may love and enjoy to get uh punished so it's a lose-lose situation they can either keep doing the same thing and, and, and feed the people that want it or they can try to do something new and try to get more people to engage it because i'm pretty sure nobody was playing pokemon with a top down no more like not any young kids they like this isn't fun for me all this dialogue come on i need some, i need some flashy flash so ain't nobody finna be doing that and that's what it is it's like yeah we have to move into 3d graphics we're not ready yet, but we have to move into it because nobody's going to buy our games like that. And Pokemon has not been selling like the greatest, um, but it, it is still a great selling game. I'm not going to get me wrong. I'm just saying it's not like selling like it, it used to, like where people would go out and I think Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon, I think I think we had some redemption with that one, um, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it's yeah, not like the best selling thing. Well. Scarlet, I think, did better. But yeah, it's they can still do a lot better. Um, yeah. Than what they have right now. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I don't want to harp too much on Pokemon. Any last words before we move on? All right. Well, let's let's get to it. So, um, Luffy. <laughs> so, Gear Five was uh, the episode for them finally introducing Gear Five, and I'm looking forward to the next episode, to be honest. But Gear Five was um, shown off this week, uh, episode 1071. I am a huge, huge, you know, One Piece fan. And unfortunately, over time, my memory has deteriorated and a lot of the stuff that I used to be able to remember and understand that Kane is in like the understanding of behind things, it kind of started to, um, <laughs> it started to deteriorate. It's just so many episodes. Like I said, it's 10, it's 1,071 episodes. That is a lot. For me, when Gear 5 was introduced from the, the, the jump from Gear 4 to Gear 5, being introduced they call him joy boy nika um it unfortunately did not hit the same as everyone wanted it to for a lot of people and unfortunately i am included i'm not going to say that i am not I'm, I'm disappointed i'm more so just trying to, curious to get a more or better understanding of everything. Yes, they tried to provide you all the information in a specific amount of time, but because again, I'm old, we're old. We've been watching this. We've been watching this this show for a very long time. The the, the jump from Gear Three to Gear Four was a lot shorter than the, the Gear five, Four to Five. It feels as if they want us to remember every small detail that may be included in why this power exists or why this makes sense for Luffy. When honestly, I just wanted to see something super flashy and cool. This was not it for me. This was more of this is more of subjective. I think a lot of people weren't ready for a subjective type of anime or experience so let me give you guys some background on the episode a little bit so we can kind of talk a little bit more or at least i can talk about it a little bit more the background on the episode was that or at least why this mode makes sense for luffy luffy is made of rubber he 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 ate a uh gum gum fruit or whatever and it caused him to change his body and his the, the basically the material of his body it became rubber um, this year five of this joy boy, they say that this is a legendary fruit. Nobody knew this. This is a legendary fruit that, um, people were trying to get their hands on and, and for somehow, some way Luffy ended up eating it in a bar somewhere a very long time ago. But this joy boy has not been around for 800 years. And this was the whole, I guess, reason around why Luffy was so important not only was it not only that, but because why this power was so unique, um, because it was one of these special fruits that no one could get their hands on, blah, 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 blah. But they told us that in the beginning of the episode, I honestly and, and I feel like maybe I'm the only one that's in the dark. I had no idea that his fruit was supposedly special. 
I just thought he kept elevating his abilities. And maybe there were plenty of hints out there. <laughs> maybe I'm just crazy. But obviously he's a special person. But I thought it was more correlated to the D and Monkey D Luffy than anything else. And I, and maybe I am telling how, you know, how much I'm not that dedicated. But I think for the average person that has watched it the way I have over the years, maybe caught up over time and periods, and maybe have the same kind of sense of memory that, like, they don't, it's just not their life. I think we would probably all feel the same that this wasn't what we were expecting. So let's get back to the episode. They tell us that at the beginning. They show us what the power is at the end. The power at the end is that he basically makes the world rubber and it becomes cartoony. Like the animations, like I'm talking eyeballs popping out of his head, mask type animation. I'm talking Bugs Bunny. Um, if you ever seen that type of animation, right? Mm-hmm. where it's very cartoony um his his eyeballs popped out his head quite a few times i'm talking when he was fighting the other guy it's like that is the type of animation we got introduced to and this we've never seen it before this is how they wanted to introduce it some people lost their mind thought it was amazing i was sitting there kind of confused i had to literally watch it back to know what was happening because my whole screen was filled with cartoons and i didn't have no idea what was happening but everyone is explaining to me this is the essence of luffy yes i know he laughs yes i know he's a joyous character but the essence of luffy like Snake Man, Gear 4, these are like tough, brawly individuals. I thought what his what Joy Boy or Gear 5 was gonna do for him was totally different. And I, I don't want I don't read the manga, so I'm sorry if I if I sound uneducated in all of the extra. But I don't because it's not it's not everything everybody's thing. Um so what I have to work off of is everything that happened before. And I don't know if I missed the special episode. I don't know if I missed something, but I would think if you're going to be tying us along the entire time, there should be some cadence to it. Even the f- episode one or two before, <laughs> like literally nothing prepared me for this. And I feel like that was mostly everyone because it was very, it was very divided online. Everybody, some people thought it was great. And some people thought it wasn't the greatest. Um, some people think he's overpowered, and I, I I don't think he's overpowered or anything like that. I just think there's probably some way we have to understand this better, and I think all of that's going to come in this episode, in the next episode, and, and therefore after. Because right now, it's just pretty much we saw a cool transformation. I did like the transformation, and then we saw these powers, and these powers kind of confused a lot. A lot of us. Um, but, I mean, it's still based on rubber. It's just that he was able to pull up the entire world and make it rubber and bounce back an attack as if he was just playing basketball. So it was just like, I don't know. Did I don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys didn't see it, but that was the experience. Um, and some people talk about it online. I was... I was confused. I thought it was small. 
some like year is five. <laughs> no, 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 no. Four or five. <laughs> it's it's year five. <laughs> but uh, it that makes more sense that um, why people were upset. Uh, I mean, I'm not in One Piece. I've seen like two episodes total. So for me, I've always seen Luffy as goofy. But yeah, changing the the whole rules of the world is something that is like uh, it's jarring. jarring yeah, it's very so, jarring, and and I think that's what that's what truly made people like uh okay. Yeah. What 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 do we now expect as well? Like, it it was super jarring, and it it just felt as if they um did not did not build us up to it. So it was something yeah. so fast that I felt like, well, what was I watching just a little bit beforehand? Because he was like, you know, he's doing hockey. He was like, Joy Boy seems as if. It doesn't even take into the hockey into an account. It's just he's just made out of rubber and he can bend the world to his will. So that means how do you unlock this? But they just all they did was tell us that he ate the human human fruit. It's a magical fruit. And this fruit is so special. It's got this. It, it, it contains this sun god. And we're, I'm like, what? Wait, how, how did the, uh, it is just like, oh, it never appeared. It never presented itself. You know how in Bleach, the dude had the, the hollow and it appeared. And like you, you kind of understood as you watched it. It had none of that. So to me, I felt like y'all just threw them. Y'all just threw something out there. But everybody else is like, nah, y'all wasn't paying attention. I'm just like, bro, I mean, I've been watching this since. <laughs> I've been watching this since the beginning, G. I think I would have known if I saw something that hinted at this. All I ever had was the indication of what the D stand for. Like, everybody that's strong has this D middle name. Nobody knows what the D stand for, which is stupid anyway, in my in my thoughts. But that's what the whole mystery was. But not to just throw this in there and just say, yeah, y'all, y'all ain't real One Piece fans because you're <laughs> I just felt so bamboozled a little bit, and I was like, "Whatever, I ain't gonna say nothing." Because I'm just like, "Why am I getting on the internet and arguing with some with some people that that fan fanatics about this this anime?" I just thought it was silly. I just thought, okay, maybe we'll get better answers on the next one. But this was not a great debut debut to me. This was nothing near nowhere near Ultra Instinct. But I didn't want to compare either. It was just like it was just that. I mean. I, I, and, and I guess a lot of people were laughing at people <laughs> because they wanted, they said, this is going to break the internet. And it did not do that. I was able to watch it easily. But a lot of people were saying that the servers went down, which I can, I can expect that there was probably some things that caused it to not be able to be shown. But I was able to watch it and no issue. So um, I'm not saying that it wasn't, special i'm just saying that it wasn't what i expected and um and that i need additional info and time to adjust to this fight like i like i honestly was like i don't even want to watch him fight it's just so chaotic i don't i don't i don't want this 
this isn't what I want to see right now because I don't even know how to follow it. Because, but that is what they consider to be his power, that he's just chaos. And now you can't really do anything about it, but just get beat up. But I was like, can I at least watch what that happens? <laughs> can I can I watch from a 2D uh, screen while everything else is happening? Because if I'm following his motion, like y'all should watch this episode just to watch it. But y'all tell me if I am I tripping or not. Just uh, if you want to watch it, I mean, you can go online and watch their just a clip of him him actually turning and fighting but it is like super chaotic but yeah um i don't want to spend too much time on luffy but y'all got any thoughts before i push on to the next topic i don't think have you have you guys ever been bamboozled that way where i was watching something and it just it goes left and you don't know how no i'm trying to think of anime situation but like i don't think i would ever i the only thing i could think of is when but no i mean i would still think even with super saiyan 3 i was like they hair got longer all the time so i was like no i don't ever know i don't know i don't think i ever seen a power up where i felt like it was it was not good or if the power up didn't make sense to the character so i've never seen it not yet. Not until this. Um, and I don't think... I, I'm not saying that doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm it, saying it that I don't like understand it. Not like the main character, yeah. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do next. Um, but, uh, obviously, everybody that's read the manga have been introduced to this. They have been explained to this a lot more, so it's fine there. But right now, this is a little jarring. So, hopefully, next episode clears up some questions helps me understand the fight better and understand how this ebbs and flows and what he can truly do because right now i just don't get it i don't understand his power um but at the same time they only gave me four minutes five minutes six minutes before they told me to understand it so it's a little jarring uh but yeah that's it on luffy let's move on to the next um, so, I don't know if you guys are aware, but um, cloud gaming is a thing. <laughs> Actually, it's become one of my one of my favorite things. But it's not like I'm running cloud gaming through my uh, I'm running through my home internet. But I love to be able to stream a game to a device and play that on the device. I, I love doing it on my Steam Deck. I love doing it on my PS5. I love doing it on my Xbox. I love doing it on my PC. Um, because it gives me more power uh, so I can actually continue to play the game longer but it also allows me to graphically enhance the game without having to compromise on the handheld device so I'm kind of understanding the appeal of a PS5 device I'm just don't understand why it's only for the PS5 like I would love a handheld streaming game or console or whatever uh, but I think the Steam Deck works perfectly because I can, I can it can be a mix and match. It can be it, the games can run on it, and I can also stream to it. So um, I think the Steam device is perfect for what I'm talking about. But while I'm talking about cloud gaming, the PlayStation recently just um, did their um, they just did their PS5 updated beta for their cloud game streaming. And they have a few games on there that's um, able to actually run up to the full 4K. 
Now, there are devices out there that allow this, but there are not that many. And unfortunately, Xbox is not one of them. So my understanding is that their cloud-based gaming runs on Microsoft's software. So I was very surprised that PlayStation beat out Xbox into introducing 4K streaming. I unfortunately have not had the ability to try it, but yeah, um, they're running games on there right now, like Death Stranding, Demon Slayer, Demon Souls, Destiny 2, Destruction All-Stars, Fall Guys, Fortnite, God of War, Ragnarok, Forbidden West, Resident Evil Village, Returnal, and Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Um, and PlayStation 5 Cloud Streaming is just basically the successor to PlayStation Now, but yeah. I'm surprised by that, to be honest. I, I I wouldn't think that would be the case because I know that's something that people have been harping on Xbox to get and bring over. But not only that, I think cloud gaming is getting such a, a bad rep at the moment that once it actually pops and clicks with people, I think it's going to be a special thing. Like, I really like cloud gaming. I, I mean... Even a small utility that the Xbox provides where I can just play a game real quick, see if I want to play it fully, and then download the rest. Uh, that tells me pretty much everything, the, the usefulness of it, because I don't have to deal with downloading it first. And if I don't want to play it, I delete it, you know? So mm -hmm. that concept in itself included on top of that, we I'm talking about being able to take things, games on the go without having much issue. I'm not someone that doesn't that wants to be on my phone all day, but I also don't want my phone to be something I play on because why? So I read I prefer a streaming device that I can use that is handheld with IE the Steam Deck. And I don't like, you know, having to use the Xbox or the PlayStation app. So those useful things that I can use elsewhere is beneficial to me. Um and that's why I was kinda trying to give the project Q a little grace, but uh it's an Android tablet with a dual shock i mean a dual sense controller and they're probably going to charge 300 to 400 dollars 300 dollars for it that tells me that they don't even understand what they're what they're trying to provide to you so why would i pay for that i can buy a steam deck and get way more value you know um but yeah i think um cloud gaming I mean, what's your opinion on cloud gaming? I, I guess I'll start there because I, I kind of want to know what your experience has been, if you had an experience, and what's your perception of cloud gaming? Do you actually find it, you know, useful, or do you even do you can do or do with or without it? Like, if someone was able to get you to be able to play all your games on the on the fly without an issue, and you only had to use your TV, would that be something of interest to you, or do you really need a actual council there um you can go ahead Jalen. um what was the question i know you you asked like what we think well, about cloud gaming it's two things what do you think about cloud gaming and whether or not you feel as if it is a useful thing well i guess that's the same thing what do you think about cloud gaming that's simple enough I mean, I think cloud gaming cool. I think it's a convenient way to access games. Granted, you got the internet speed. I think everybody got the internet speed. If I got it, everybody will feel right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I think it's convenient, especially if you just want to 
I think with the conjunction of like Game Pass and stuff like, I mean, I guess if you're on any type of cloud thing, then you probably, probably need subscription. Like yeah. Or yeah. So, um, you can disregard what I just said, but I think it's convenient. You don't have to, you know, take storage up on your uh, game. Obviously, storage probably becoming a little bit uh, more pronounced than what they used to because of the installation. Um, but these games and stuff versus just actually just being able to put the disc in and just play it. Um, so cloud gaming could kind of mitigate a lot of those things, um, especially if you just want to, like, sample a game out. Um, now, I guess the only gripe I have with cloud gaming is um, you need to be, I guess, like, in a the right environment, if you will. Most time consoles are going to be like that. I know sometimes people, uh, they can play cloud gaming on a uh, Switch or something, and, you know, if you're going somewhere else, then... You know, now you got to run into like other internet issues or whatever, but that's kind of like a small percentage of it. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the biggest gripe I have with it will probably be like on games where you play multiplayer, um, like mm-hmm. the latency, those sorts of things. But yeah, at that point, you might as well just go ahead and like you know download the game, especially if it's like on a subscription type thing, and they let you do it, like Game Pass. Well, I don't know how like PlayStation work if they actually let you download the game or something like that, but uh. They recently yeah, updated that so you can download them, yeah. Okay, all right, perfect. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that's really the only gripe. Other than that, I think cloud gaming, uh, it works pretty well. I, I couldn't think of any glaring issues that would make it, you know, just, like, a horrible Unuseful. thing. Especially yeah. if you have options. Like, as long as you have the option to download the game, then I think cloud gaming, that, that works pretty smoothly. But it's it got to be a replacement for a console, right? To you, um, are you mean kind of like if something was like Stadia or something like that, yeah. and then just let you? No, nah, I don't think it ever be a replacement for consoles. Um, I think it's cool if consoles can do it, but doing something just strictly like a Stadia or something like that, probably not. Honestly, um, there's a lot of stuff going around about how like people are they're they're requiring you know individuals to have internet and things like that, and I, I was kind of wondering. What what does that world look like where they kind of mandate um, where, they, where 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 it no longer is necessary because internet has become so evolved and like you and people can have five G throughout their entire day they don't have to ever have like a bad download speed and there's no issues with connectivity and connectivity issues of of of, of desyncing or lossless um, inputs like when that world comes to fruition. I find that I find that the cloud game is going to be I mean obviously it's going to be powerful it's already powerful um in that in that regard but what I see it doing is transforming how I play games a lot and it might make people nervous about um your ability to own something um but honestly I haven't owned a video or a movie in a very long time and I don't miss owning movies so i don't think i'm going to miss owning video games i think uh, my experience with video games cannot be robbed from me or taken from me so i don't know if i would ever feel attached to a console or attached to a thing that plays video games i just need something that allows me access to what i want to play regardless of what that may be um i i don't know i guess that, that's my thought process like i don't own a tv show i don't own movies i don't own music 
it has not stopped me from my enjoyment of loving any of those. It may have hurt the creators at points, but it did not infect the consumer at the end, end user. And do you think the transformation of that in video games will truly impact the user? Well, all right, you go ahead, Josh. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I'll answer both real quick. I'll just say I, I enjoy cloud gaming, but for the second point, I only enjoy cloud gaming as a additional service to the service that mm-hmm. I'm getting from the game, not in, in replacement of it. Like, I would never want just a fully streamed game. And I mean, part of it is ownership, yeah, but the other part is that it's not um, as ready. reliable. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's not even about being ready. Like, the inter- internet speed is constantly going to get better. But games are always, like, interactive. And I think there's always going to be some sort of hurdle in the in the sense where maybe where you live or, you know, power outages or, or anything like that. There's a lot of reasons where that constant connection is not always going to be there. And so you're not going to be able to do it with a... A movie you can still download movies like even though it's streamed from netflix or stuff like that you still have the ability to download it and i think more to the bigger point i don't think that it has to be a replacement like for the for the company it might make more sense where Mm -hmm. okay we're gonna put red dead redemption 3 streaming only and no physical copies that works for the company they can save money and cut costs for the consumer that's just a value loss overall and i don't think that as consumers we should always be like accepting of stuff like that and uh, and then the second thing is that um i think that cloud gaming the only reason i like it is because it's convenient i can play it on my pc like i was playing guardians of the galaxy on my pc down down in my office but when i went to play it in the living room I could play it, download it on the Steam Deck, but I didn't like running it at like 30 FPS, so I streamed it, and it worked well, and it was good, but I still had that core experience, and this is an additional feature, so that that's just my view on it. Um, yeah. Hmm. No, uh, yeah, I guess so... the other thing is that I was going to say that because of like licensing and stuff like that, even though you, for example, The Witcher, like you, you enjoy watching The Witcher on Netflix, but if for whatever reason next year they just want to remove it from Netflix and it's not available anywhere else, I know that you've already seen it, but that's like a, that still is not like a good part of the internet that I have gotten used to. I think a lot of people are are not used to that stuff where stuff just can disappear. Same thing for games. I don't think that we should like just let them disappear. (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, for example, there is for the Galaxy game that I just mentioned. Like, it has a whole bunch of licensed music. The company that made it, it is no longer well. They're they're still around, but it's no longer under Square Enix. So, like, if that was a stream only game, I one hundred percent believe like they could probably just remove it from stores, and it's not available anywhere. And I don't know. That just feels weird. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that. No, we're not ready yet. Do I think that's going to happen? Absolutely. Um, and it's not like it's going to be where everyone agrees to move. I just think that it's mm-hmm. bound to happen simply because of 
the experiences I've seen or the, the kind of changes that I've seen throughout history. I mean, well, I didn't start with streaming music, but I'm ending with it. I didn't start with streaming movies, but I'm ending with it. So I just know that it's going to happen regardless of what I may ideal, ide idolize or, or truly want. I just know it's going to happen. So I just have to be prepared for the shift and prepare my, you know, how I interact with games anyway. Because I am getting older, obviously. I'm, I'm not as interested in holding on to previous games as I used to be. I do enjoy backwards compatibility and I do enjoy the ability to go back and play a large catalog like on my PC. But to be to me the truth to be truthful, I haven't I probably have only spent time playing a previous game three to four times and I think that there is going to be a provided solution for what you're what we're asking for, but it may not be the best that it was when we had it physical only you know physical so i mean there may be a slight change to what that may look like but i think we will always have the option to pull back out a certain game or a certain thing and the games that we truly um loved and grew up on ourselves like the ones right now like all of these multiplayer stream only you know always online games these are what the kids are growing up with the games that we grew up with have been cataloged and are ready for us to pick up whenever we so decide and they're always going to be there but the games that fortnite these games apex legends these kids grew up on they're already shifting from what we find as a norm like I love Baldur's Gate success because it is an offline game and it's, it's able to be played without that stuff, but it's not the norm and that's why we praise it. So I know what's going to happen because I already know what type of games they forcing down our throats and they forcing us to play. They don't like single player games. It's too expensive and it's one time only. They love multiplayer games. They love stream only games. They love those types of continued online service games so i'm not i'm not i'm i guess i'm not suggesting anything i don't see coming and i don't want to, to make it sound like i'm for it i just know it's gonna happen so but i agree we need a, a better solution to it before it switches and shifts i think that what you state is very much so true you don't want to just give in um, and I think a lot of people are doing the work that we, you know, don't have the capabilities nor the technical skill uh, in preserving games and things like that. But I think at some point, um, you know, it's going to happen. So, yeah, and I'll, I'll at least say that I'm happy with how Steam and in some ways Xbox has taken some steps to like make it feel like you can have a library that continuously grows and won't disappear generation to generation. Mm -hmm. Nintendo's been the worst about it, where it's like, you know, they're going to have a new Switch at some point. Maybe you keep the games uh, mm -hmm. it physical or digital, but, you you know, you never know with Nintendo that they're probably going to have a new subscription service. Subscribe mm -hmm. and you can play your old cartridges. <laughs> That's what yeah. Nintendo wanted. Uh, that's what they but, want yeah. to do. Yeah, that's what they want to do that's so bad. Yeah, 
Never going to happen. Um, but um, that's what they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it, it, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. No, I just, yeah, I just, um, games are going to become more complicated uh, to as a consumer product, and they're going to find every way to squeeze every dollar out. So, yeah, that's what they're doing now. They want you to, they want you to, they want to sell these large, epic, you know, granular, granular games that can never be re-emulated or broken down or reconfigured because they don't want you to they want you to kind of have to deal with them so as that as that skill set and that mindset continues to evolve and change and and be in that ability to do so evolves and change and the need to do so like that's the only reason why you know streaming existed we were too good at taking it they had to figure out another way to, to monetize it and and devalue it enough that we'll pay for it like that is mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the consumer world so um there is no way in and on i i mean there's just no way in my in my mind do i see that this is this 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 gaming community is preserved in this way forever they have to muddy the waters they have to either build the price up too egregiously provide day one patches so you never get the disc on physical or you never have the full disc um on or the game on the on the on the disc that's that is shipped because these things protect them from uh, a lot of us um the takers i'm not, not saying us as in us don't don't get me wrong i'm just saying as the people that you know, consume these games they want to they want to make sure that that doesn't happen so i see mm-hmm. that becoming the norm unfortunately because of it so uh we, we, we we'll see though um but i mean that's pretty much it for this episode i really didn't want to talk about much else if it was it's not that big of a deal um i know we have some really great deals going on right now for ps5 ssd storage those things are going for dummy prices i'm talking about terabyte ssds with super dumb crazy read and write speeds for $29.99. Uh, crucial. I'm just like, wow. I they can Xbox could never. So it's just, you know, we already told y'all about that. How uh, Xbox is losing that war. Um but yeah, I, I really don't have much else. Anything you guys wanna talk about? I know you said Josh, you has a lot of Evo stuff, but um what was something that I know some of the big ones was like Mortal Kombat one's characters. I know we saw like um, State Street. I mean, Taken had some stuff and things like that. But yeah, a lot of character announcements because this, you know, this is the year of fighting games. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, they even updated old fighting games like Dragon Ball Fighters. It's getting uh, Robot Neck Hulk. And I think later this year it's not ready to announce. But yeah, a lot of. Good stuff for fighting game fans. Um, mm-hmm. Aki and Street Fighter looks weird. I, I don't really like her, but I, I'll wait and see her gameplay. Uh, see the Nails Girl? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't, she, I didn't even watch it yet. You. Yeah, she poisoned you and she act weird. It's it's a, it's a like her story mode intro. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, yeah, Tekken, Tekken characters. Um everything in Tekken looking good. Mortal Kombat still looking good. They added um, Reptile 
and some uh, other characters from Deception. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one other thing. Oh, Can Can One Evo in Street Fighter, because uh, Can is a OP character, uh, but <laughs> obviously the the dude playing him was really good too. So mm-hmm. that that actually matters. But Ken is Ken has been best since day one. Uh, a Smash Bros. player won Guilty Gear. Uh, oh, really? Which never didn't happen before. Uh, but yeah, Evo seemed really good. It, it was probably one of the biggest that it's ever been. Probably because the Street Fighter had their like $2 million um, prize pool. But yeah, Evo is, yeah. is growing. And it's good to see. Uh, and they showed out a lot of stuff for Project L. Uh, you, I don't know if y'all seen that. Project L is the name for the. Um, I think it's League the of what, League of Legends fighting game. game. Yeah, yeah, and obviously League of Legends is big, but people are excited about it because they already announced it's going to be free to play, and we already know what Multiverses did since it was free to play. And then mm-hmm. the people making it are, are I guess you know they made fine games before they they have like a, a good following of people who like their mechanics. Mm-hmm. The thing I'll say about it is that it's going to be a hardcore fighting game. They have a bunch of mechanics, and it's uh, going to be tag. So, for example, me and Deontay can be on the same team, but we both control separate characters. Like, it's Marvel versus Capcom, but we have two characters. I control the first one, Deontay control the second one, and we jump back and forth. Uh, and so that's going to add a whole other level of like team play and complexity that you don't get in a lot of other fighting games. Or if you want, you can you know still play by yourself and have two characters. But it it's seeming really hardcore, but it looks good. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's all for Evo, really. The only thing I wanted to give you a two guys update on is the um, Overwatch Two and Apex Legends. Um, they have some recent updates. Um, I, I I can't tell you how much I don't care, but for you guys <laughs> out there that truly do enjoy these continuation games where um and i'm not saying that they are bad games overwatch 2 i really still like um it's really apex that i'm I'm just like completely done with but uh, Mm -hmm. overwatch 2 um had their official season 6 trailer drop today so you guys can go check that out if you're interested um they have a new character and i think the i think the i think the new the season is called invasion and then we have Revenant Reborn, where Revenant had a pretty, pretty big rework um, and things like that. So you can check that out as well. But that's pretty much it for us. I want to thank you guys for watching, as always, or listening as well. Um, appreciate you. If you got to this part, you're the real OG. And we will be back next week to try to give you guys some more entertainment some more high fire and that update on whether or not I be dead space. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. As always, I knew was, I knew that laugh was coming out. It's, it's, it's the haw. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys uh, for joining us. And we will talk to you all next week. Peace.